so I am sitting in Connor's living room and he is cooking for me in the kitchen, as you can hear. Connor, say something. Wow. <laughs> what are you making for us? Making some veggies. Making some um, asparagus. Asparagus. Can you hear me? You heard it here first. I'm making asparagus and mushrooms. A little <laughs> oil. And peppers. Little pepper. Oh, some peppers? Little peppers. It's gonna get spicy in here. Ooh, it's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where we talk about the things no one wants to talk about in real life. I'm Christina, your host. This episode is going to be a little different than my normal ones because um, after wrapping up this intro, I'm going to give you guys my interview with Connor that we did yesterday in which we reflect on 2020 as a whole and what we learned from it, how we surprised ourselves, what we took for granted, that sort of thing. Uh, But then at the end, I am going to switch back to solo mode and host um, the second annual recording of the Hot and Spicy Pickles Awards. (laughs) Basically, I give each guest that's been on my podcast that year a different customized award, kind of like the Dundies in office. So um, you can fast forward to the end if you would like to get straight to that, but I guarantee you that you're going to want to stick around for Connor because I have him open my Christmas present on air and it's quite entertaining. (laughs) Um, So real quick, I will just give you guys a few really big updates in my own life. I've talked before about how I've been trying to get treatment for my eating disorder, but um, the healthcare system was making it really hard for me to do so. So last week I created a GoFundMe to raise money for my treatment. And the goal that I set was $5,000 because that was just above what I would need to pay out of pocket before meeting my deductible. And within 24 hours of me posting this, my goal had been met. And like, it still doesn't feel real. I, I, I can't believe it happened. This means a whole new beginning for me, a whole new chapter. And I'm just kind of at a loss for words. Um, I I talk about it a little with Connor later too, but um, as we segue into this interview, um, I want you to think about what you're carrying with you into 2021. The image that I get in my head is a house on fire and you can only carry so much. And so, you know, do you grab the tried and true coping mechanism that you've had forever that's familiar? or, Or do you grab something that you might not be very familiar with, but you know it's better for you. Like you can carry forward good things and you can carry forward bad things. And we can't always choose which ones we bring with us out of the fire, you know? Like I didn't ask to get saddled with um, the same eating disorder that my mom got saddled with, but uh, life kind of handed it to me and now I'm, I'm carrying it with me. But with that said, we do have some choice in the matter. So thinking back on all the negative things that happened this year, I 
am choosing to leave some of them behind and only carry the good stuff with me. Obviously, not everything's black and white. I think it'll be years of processing before a lot of us even (laughs) begin to deal with the trauma of this year. And so all I'm asking of myself and I guess you guys is to just really be aware of what you're carrying into the new year and how do you feel about that and how are you going to process that? I don't know. It, it can be really beautiful to reflect. And with that said, I will segue into my interview with Connor. Enjoy. All right, we're rolling. All right. So, hi. Thank you for cooking me dinner. <laughs> um, Literally, you cooked me dinner. Feeding me <laughs> jelly beans. Mm, a um, jelly. Before we start, um, I want to give you something. What do you mean? Oh my god, stop it. No, it's from my mom. Oh, stop it. What'd she so, say? So, wait. Why? Okay. So, hold on. Oh my god, stop. I got you. So, okay, I can't do this. Okay, so I just pulled this gift out of my backpack. Connor did not know I had it. I had no idea. Um, and one of, there's like a few little things inside, but one of them is specifically from my mom. And so oh, I, told she, her, she, I told her I would give it to you on air so she could listen. I love, okay, we're going to, I'm so nervous. Okay. Do okay, you need to on. describe what you're doing? Um, I'm opening, there's tissue in my hand. Okay. There is, I, Oh my god, who is this? It's, oh, it's a little... It's a moss ball. Is it a ball. moss ball? Because yeah. I need plants in yeah. my home. And it's super easy. I you, love... like, cannot kill it. I, that, <laughs> right. That does make sense. It's filled with water. Yeah. You yeah. just put it in, I like, love it. light. Was this from your mom? No. Okay, got it. You'll. It'll I'm be very nervous. clear which one is from my mom. <laughs> which one is it? Okay. I love... I Is this from your mother? The Oh, the stress ball. Is it a stress ball? It's a stress ball. <gasps> She put it really sweet. She put it in a sandwich bag with a note. Oh my gosh! Yes, that says says Connor Heart, little birdie. Yes, little birdie on it. That's so nice. She got one of these for all of us, and she included you. That is like the nicest thing. Wait, can I squeeze it in this? Yeah. Is that allowed? That's what you're supposed to do. Is that what I'm supposed to do? I'm like nervous. It's gonna pop. It won't. I love I know, this. isn't it cute? Uh, I'm going to use in all thing. of my meetings. I can't. Very, thank you so much for this gift. That was very kind. <laughs> and then I love. This the, is. Um, the little beanie. Is this the. Alkite <laughs> Oyster Fest. I can't. <laughs> Literally, so we random. have been talking about this beanie for so long. Yeah. And it's, okay, so I got a little black beanie. One, very cute. Love a little black beanie. That says Alkite Oyster Fest on it. One, oysters will kill me. Like, like oh. I'm so allergic to shellfish. I did not but know like, that. But like, what inta- What is an oyster fest? What does that even? Mean? I don't you know, know I mean? but is I'm it, intrigued. Do they go fishing? I was do hoping they... you would know because you're are from beautiful here. Beautiful gifts. Thank like, you so it's much. It's the least I could do. Merry Christmas. Stop I it. Love you so Merry much. Christmas. I love you and, so much. You um, are so sweet. And Merry Christmas to your mother. Merry Christmas. Um, very sweet. And Happy New Year. Wait, can you think of? <laughs> That's me squeezing. I'm upset. <laughs> Literally, this is so flipping cute. I am so excited. I'm so about happy it. you like it. You're um, such an angel. Okay, so now that that's out of the way. Okay, now that that's out of the way. Back to the um, reality. So as we're recording this, it is December 26th, and we're in the last week of 2020. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel very good about it. <laughs> yeah. I feel great. I, some might say. How do you feel? It's. I'm just ready for it to be over. Yeah. I know that things aren't going to change overnight. No. But also, I think symbolically 
good energy wise yeah right? there's a new energy there's like an air of possibility yeah. i mean that that's the same with every new year right like i don't know about you yeah. new year's is one of my favorite holidays oh yeah i know it's kind of silly like new year's resolutions are kind of dumb but i love new year's i love them i love like, any yeah. type of thing that helps me feel like a fresh start is possible right and this year especially so for this episode, I wanted to do a bit of reflecting on the year, but yeah. not just like, I don't want it to be like a typical New Year's resolution. Yeah. I think because this year is so drastically different from like any other year before, I think, I think it has changed people in ways that are like really big. I, I think I have changed a lot. Really big yeah. ways. Yeah. And so I don't know, making like traditional New Year's resolutions this year feels wrong. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, no, I agree with you. I think it, um, I think, uh, whereas we can reflect, we can absolutely look back on this year. It was really, really difficult. Um, I, I have goals for the future, but I'm sure we'll talk about it. So, okay. Yeah. The one question I want to start with is more positive. Okay. Um, and I think, so, <laughs> what is, <laughs> okay, well, was there a moment this year when you realized you were stronger than you thought before? Oh my god, yes. Because, um, um, I mean, I've yeah. known you for like a year and a half now, and I feel like... It's been a you, struggle. You did a lot <laughs> of growing this year, but I'll let you talk about how I did do a lot. feel like. Um, I will say, the moment for me that I felt like I was stronger than I, than I real... Like, I am in fact stronger than I realized I was, was in the first quarantine phase. So I wasn't here was for that. Down. So tell me what yeah. you went through. So I was, we were pretty locked down, right? It was right at, I had, so I had just gotten a contract position at Starbucks. I was working, a, I was just working a role, right? It doesn't yeah. really matter what I was doing. Um, but I was in that role for two days and then we got quarantined. So <sighs> everyone had to leave the office. Everyone had to go home. And I did the remain, I did the remainder of a six month contract from a small little studio apartment. I lived in maybe an 150, 200 square foot lofted apartment. I think it was smaller than that. Whatever it like, was, that's tiny, right? It, it was like a closet. Yeah, like, it was like a closet. It was like my, I, I refer to it as my coffin. That's yeah, what I say. It was like, <laughs> like a like coffin. coffin. And yeah. That and sounds like a nightmare. For six months. I did that for six months. And Man. it's a new job. A you new you don't job. really have access to people yeah. on the floor anyone. to help you. Yeah. 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 Had to train Ugh. completely. And it was a, a super heavy call center role. So hours were intense. Could not take days off. Had to do it from my apartment, um, which was so small. It was, it was very suffocating. And then also, um, I, the whole point of me doing it was to work with the Starbucks culture, which yeah. is so about inclusivity, um, environment, um, nurturing the human spirit is what they say, right? But it's about the people. So I didn't get that in yeah. a role that I really wanted that. So it sucked. It was so hard. <sighs> did it. Did the whole contract. Didn't quit. That's amazing. Um, I tried to get a full-time position too, like really worked hard to get a full-time position. And that was probably the hardest thing for me this year. Absolutely. The well, end, you had been wanting that job for a long time. Yeah. And then... Been gunning for it for a bit. I mean, I feel like that happened to a lot of people. They had so many plans for this year and yeah. things, um, did not things just don't out. pan out. So when, yeah. when you started working from home in that job and mm -hmm. like everything turned out different than you thought it would be, did you feel like... You had a fire under your butt, kind of like, okay, oh, I yeah. have to succeed at this or I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. like... Or I get fired. You, yeah. Like, because... So, not only is that position hard to get, really hard to keep. They really? They watch you like a hawk, let me tell you. They they monitor your stats, your statistics around Ugh. a call center kind of job, which is really difficult to do. And you got to be fast and you got to be on it all the time. So, six months of that was really stressful. So, 
uh, multiple times I thought I was going to get the full-time position because I worked so hard and then I didn't. I remember so, that day. I remember, you remember that when you found I out you didn't get it. I was so angry. So anyway, that is really what was hard mm-hmm. for me with this year. That was the hardest part of this year. There are many other things that happened. What about you? What was your hardest oh, moment? Oh my God. Um, I mean, wow, just this did. week was like pretty hard. Like nah. I, I mean, I made a gun- GoFundMe and asked for help for the first time. And like, I don't know. I, I let things get really bad and then... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Asking for help is really hard, but I've, it's been a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a position now where you're on the other end of that decision. Yeah. Um, so I, can we just I a mean, little more specifics? You, you were asking for a little assistance to like, I'm also, um, we don't have to talk about it here too. I don't no, know. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Cause no. I'm, I'm going to talk about it in the intro a little bit, but, um, so, like, this whole year I've been struggling with bulimia, and, like, my job has been up, like, I got laid off in March and then started working again in April, and, but, you like... You furloughed, right? Yeah, I got fur- idea, I furloughed. Right? Yeah, I got furloughed, basically. So, yeah. like, I, I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, I have had income this whole time, whether it's unemployment or hourly yeah. pay for my job, yeah. but, like, it, it's still significantly less than I was making last mm-hmm. year, and it's just been a really big adjustment. Yeah. Like, you get used to living a certain way, and, like working hard for the job and um, with the promise yeah with the promise the like you, yeah. you know you're, you're starting to feel safe again and let down your guard and then something like this happens mm-hmm. and you're like wow i feel like i haven't not only have i not progressed but i'm getting worse yeah and that's not a good feeling when you're in your late 20s and i get you yeah. i mean but but there is a comfort in knowing that like everyone is going through it to some extent yeah um i don't know so that moment, I'm just um, going to dip us back, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. made this decision, put yourself out there, asked for help, turned out very fruitful. Oh my God. Yeah. So basically it was 2 a.m. and I was really emotional. I just watched the Little Peep documentary. <laughs> Have, do you know who he is? No. Oh my God. I can't stop talking about it. Um, just the name. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's this like rapper who died when he was 21 of a drug overdose and he raps about like depression and stuff. Oh. And, um... I never movies. listened to him. I never listened to him before. I have no idea who this is, yeah. Oh my god. You'll, we'll watch the documentary. Well, yeah. We'll watch, we'll watch that and then we'll watch the... Uh, Ariana. <laughs> we have to watch the Ariana. But anyway, I was, I was... I had just watched this heartbreaking documentary and it was 2am and I was just like... I don't know. I just made a GoFundMe just for the fun of it. Like, not really expecting anything to happen, but I met my goal of $5,000 in less than 24 hours. Yeah. And Amazing. So um, I will be going to treatment hopefully next month with that money, which is wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but it ended, I don't know. I feel like so incredibly blessed and like, um, I, mean, I hate using that word. Why? I don't know. Yeah, it does have a little like floofy it's like, feel to it, doesn't it? It implies a higher power. I don't really believe in that. Yeah, but... Well, and people gave to you, so it's yeah, obviously you need to give them like, credit for so the much kindness. love and support. Like yeah. even now, I feel like I'm, it's kind of thrown me off. Mm. Like all the love has and support has like thrown me off. I'm just like a little I think we overwhelmed. Forget. Sometimes I think we think we are alone, and this was a blaring statement saying that's not yeah. The case. Uh, I mean, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I was just telling Connor earlier, um, 
like one thing that we talk about a lot is the concept of community mm-hmm. and wanting it wanting it like um we've both moved around a lot and neither of us really feels like we have uh, at least i mean I, i'll speak for myself mm-hmm. i I've, I've never felt like i had a solid friend group for years and years like because i move every three or four years um and so that's one thing i've always wanted but I don't know. People have showed up for me so much in the past few days. And so I feel like I do have that community after all. It's just, it's always been there. Yeah. But if I can challenge that for just a second is you do the community. You have it. Mm -hmm. We want it. There's also the need for a community in your physical proximity. Mm. That is really hard to find in Seattle where we are. With COVID, I mean, it's oh, interesting you bring, yeah. this is a great segue because um, that hasn't really been Question possible two. this year. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. how have you... date? So, okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm trying to formulate this okay, question in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, having experienced all the isolation that you have this year mm-hmm. and, like, uh, being accustomed to a new way of life, has it changed the way you think of your relationships with people? Yeah. Like I've your physical relationships, like your, yeah. like, like, um, seeing people, not sex, like, <laughs> well, that too. Oh my God. I'm like talking myself into a corner. Just like, hang the act of hanging out with people that yeah. you took for granted before. And now we can't do that all the time. You know, like. We can't. No, I mean, we are not allowed to hang out with people this year. We are not allowed to do it. Yeah. At least if you are going to do it, it's people in your household. It's the people that are, that you see every single day. Right. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it's maybe a handful of five people. Whatever. Yeah. I Look up the government guidelines. Cause... What I have learned, I am so social. I need people. I, I, to a fault in this scenario, have been hanging out with people. And I shouldn't. Yeah. And that's, it's a challenge, you know? You want to be safe and follow the guidelines. and But, you know, your mental health is important, too. And, um zoom meetings can only do so much much. yeah i mean it's really difficult yeah and i'm really happy the vaccine is out i think we're ending the note on a hopeful we're ending the year on a hopeful note um hopeful future but i am a little worried about people just throwing all the rules out the window now that the vaccine is here and just yeah um, especially with what the vaccine is meaning you can't doesn't mean it's over right just because we have it doesn't mean it's done so we talked a little bit about your relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like any relationships have changed for better or for worse because of the pandemic? Yeah, I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot Talk of friends. Talk about that. I, um, oh God, it's like, it's really sad for me. Okay. Because like, oh, no, I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're not I, alone for sure. I think so many people have had to weed their garden. Is what my therapist wow. says. Yeah. That's really good. I'm stealing that. Yeah. Oh, please steal it. Like, it's such a good... It really reminds me of how to look at my relationships. The ones that are blooming and blossoming and have this unconditional kindness to them. Well, I don't want to bring you down. Yeah, let's talk about those relationships. Like, those you, ones, like our relationship, for instance. Rough. Like, we, we got really so blooms. much closer this yeah. year. Well, we're neighbors. So yeah, we we're neighbors. Right? Like, we you live five can. minutes away. Um, yeah, yeah I, I've seen a lot of people kind of go off the grid and disappear yeah. and that worries me but um on the other hand there's been people who have popped up in my life that i haven't talked to in a while i mean especially give the time of day pre- yeah, yeah and you know i find myself talking more to unexpected people and yeah. um i don't know i think you just need to take the positive out of it right i mean i soak but, up all the interaction i can get right yeah. whether it be a barista 
or a random neighbor. Oh my God! Someone at the grocery stores talked to us. Yeah, we were just at the grocery store. We what were if, shocked. What if he's listening to this? Maybe he is. <laughs> Maybe he knows you. That's what he's Missed connections podcast. Oh. Um, no, so we were getting cucumbers. And I was trying to open the little thin plastic bag that yeah. they have in the produce section. The ones that take a lot to open. And yeah. I could not lick my finger. Or I, I don't lick my finger anyway. No. I like usually will touch it like something. Yeah, we have a mascot. You can't yeah, I, I, so I was really struggling hard to open this bag. And this guy out of nowhere just pipes up. I hate that you can't lick your finger anymore, huh? <laughs> or like, what did, is that? Who, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, he said. It sounds so creepy bad. when I say it. I know, meanwhile, I'm like behind you licking my finger, <laughs> trying to open. I'm like, awkward. I thought he was like coming for me and flirting with you at the same time. I thought he was <laughs> flirting with you. I thought he was flirting with you. He was so cute, but you were the one struggling getting the bag open. Yeah. So of course he was talking to you. I don't. But you were also, I don't know, you were licking your fingers. My ass looked great. What can I say? <laughs> It's true. No! It's true. Um, but yeah, anyway, that the reason I bring that up is just because we don't get interactions like that very it often. Jarring. It was jarring, <laughs> but also it was lovely. Yeah, it was sweet. And um, I don't know. It just makes me want to like not give, give up on small talk. Yeah. I think now we need like we little need things. Yeah, we need it more than ever. <laughs> okay, I have another question for you. Give it to me. How has your relationship with yourself progressed this year? Phenomenally. I feel so much better about me, which is great. A lot of time alone, so that helps. Yeah. Started therapy as well. Well, how, well, how did you use better. the time alone to your advantage? Because I know for some people that can be like, it can worsen their mental health. Yeah, I mean, well, when I did therapy. So I did, mm. I did virtual therapy from my apartment. So that that would help me get a little bit more aware of my habits, behaviors to help myself during the time of COVID. And also social interaction, which was rocking. Oh, yeah. Um, got a new job, which yes. I'm very happy about. Was doing Starbucks. Loved it, lived it, laughed it. All that stuff. Um, <laughs> That's going to be the name of that. <laughs> loved it, lived it, laughed it. <laughs> and. Who are you? I'm just a, I'm a namer. <laughs> sorry continue anyway doing starbucks didn't get the job so sad so devastated didn't know where i was gonna get work after that lit a fire under my ass in the last few months of my contract to start looking found a job applied to it contract ends went without work for about two weeks or three weeks uh had to go back into a starbucks retail store because i didn't have another option um, and then I got a job at Expedia. Having seen this journey of yours, it's so inspiring to me because you don't, you had a plan. Like I, I could easily have seen you like spiral into a depression so yeah. many times and maybe yeah. you were, but I mean, I don't, right. but well, I mean, I, you also, course. you know, yeah. you hustled, like you did yeah. do the retail job for a few weeks, even though you didn't want to, like you knew you had to do it to survive. Yeah. And I don't know, you're very flexible, like, yeah. I, I that's really be. admirable about you and so now when you got that job like you deserve it more than anyone like I'm so happy you. now and You're you moved so into this cute apartment I do live in a cute apartment he yeah. no longer lives in a coffin I don't <laughs> there's well here, I mean that's a whole story is... in its own I will get there the one thing I do want to say on this podcast about the job stuff I was yeah. scared out of my mind didn't have the job yet interviewed four times well, did a technical that. assessment had to actually like perform the job at Expedia um, before I got it. And then... Oh, do you want to say where you work or do you care? Oh, I don't care. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not saying what I do, no, where yeah, I yeah. do it. Although, I mean, 
they live no they live in seattle but whatever it is expedia helped me out so i want them to know that i'm so grateful for the yes. opportunity they've given me um if anything were to come of this um for and, all the expedia executives yes, that, that listen, listen to this to, podcast yeah. <laughs> well you never know yeah. uh whatever Sorry. happened i was on the floor i had to go to the bathroom so I had a moment where I went to the bathroom, sat down, and was looking at my phone, and I got the offer letter while I was going to the bathroom. Oh my god, <gasps> so emotional! And I lost it in a bathroom stall because I've been fighting for over a decade for oh a god. job, right? Just a better job. You have never told me this detail it was before. So it makes it more real. Yes. And then I left the bathroom stall. I went back onto the floor, and I then got a call from a Starbucks executive oh, and was shit. offered another contract role in the same hour. What? It was, Are you serious? It was wild. And I declined. Did it feel good to decline? It did feel good to decline because they didn't they didn't take a chance on me. And yeah. then I get it. Time and place, whatever. Yeah. But someone gave me an opportunity that has now panned out very well. So now I'm in a nice little new apartment, little studio, same freaking price as my coffin, let me tell ya. This um, place is like night and day compared to oh like girl place. Have a little, have a little kitchen. It's so have cute. A little bathroom. It's it's Love just it. adorable. Yeah, but and it was there's nice, no cats right? here to interrupt our recording. Uh, yeah, I think my journey's been long lived, so I'm really glad it turned out well. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So. Uh, Your mom's note to me is so so cute. I know. She's, little, she's so adorable. She's just lovely. That's just the nicest little <laughs> gift I've ever... Like, that's just so sweet. So thoughtful. Yeah. It's like, so cute. Yeah. Um, What would you say is the heaviest loss you've experienced this year? Ooh. And then... I, yeah, I know one. Or... Um, I'm going to ask you this. We question. could also talk about... Do you want to start with that one? Because you might spark one for me. Yeah. Okay. Um... For me this year, I think the heaviest loss was, I mean, I ended a relationship and that was hard. I think the loss of security, like Connor and I met when we both worked at Starbucks together, but over the last year we both got, you know, we both moved up in the ranks and like got new jobs. And this was really the year where I felt like I was going to finally make money and just like finally start saving and maybe get another motorcycle I don't know just all this fun stuff I had planned and then COVID happened and uh, this whole year I've been like broke and sad and sick so I guess when when I think about like my biggest loss it's more like a trickle of losses like that all roll into one big like wave of loss it's just like it's exhausting Mm -hmm. it's like you think you can't lose anything else and then it i don't, I don't know yeah, i've also in our world happens, like though. i said though i like i'm also very fortunate in that i have had income this whole time like i know things could be a lot worse but um i think uh, did we talk about mor- the concept of mourning the last episode we did together like yeah, I, think I, I think it's very I, I think i'm still kind of mourning the the possibility of I'm mourning what, what, yeah, like what 2020 could have been. Yeah. And I, oh my God, we were so excited. And I think the hardest thing that a lot of people are coping with now is that we are not going to go back to normal, quote unquote, ever Mm -hmm. again. Like no matter how much better things get, I really do think it's not going to be the same. For better and for worse. For better and for worse. Right? Probably better. Yeah. It's just, I think, I, I really learned that um, not to hitch your horse to, like, one buggy, I guess. <laughs> like, 
nothing is as secure as it seems and you need to be prepared for changes preparation can only get you so far we couldn't have expected this oh i know it's it's hard to really say the what ifs Mm -hmm. i was gonna say you're right the trickling effect of loss mm-hmm. is the worst part. And well, it's none like of us from a faucet you can't find. You know yes! what I mean? You have oh no my idea god! And one day you from. wake up and your apartment's flooded. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> the pipe is busted. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, what happened? Yeah. I was sleeping. I did I not sleeping. notice. I was having a pleasant old time. Then yes. I got out of bed and now my <laughs> socks are wet. Oh and my god, got a wet sock. And my cat's oh my swimming god. away. And oh my god! Uh, I don't Luckily, know. you haven't had a cat that swims away. You got a cat this year. I got a cat this year. <laughs> okay, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so in addition to the losses this year, like what mm. do you feel like you gained this year? Um, well, I mean, new job, new well, yeah, sense of stability. Like, I mean, coming from better a relationships. Yeah, uh, from a mental health standpoint, like mm. what is something you're really proud of yourself for doing for your mental health this year? Oh my god, cutting bitches out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, getting rid of the relationships that were not. Sweet. And how did you get to that place? Oh god. Well, to dip back to the last question, really quick. Yeah. The things that I lost from my relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a really solid group of friends that I really just loved, and they were lovely. Mostly Starbucks friends. Um, some gay friends, which is another beautiful thing for my community. Um. And I love the crap out of them, but there is a sense of sadness in that group. Um, very kind of angry, very mad. You know um, what? One thing that I realized is that you don't need a really big reason to cut someone out of your life. Like, Sometimes all it is is a feeling. Yeah. Like you say that, yeah. like, I don't know, they don't have to like be an asshole to you to be bad for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were. Sorry, I'll but, let you yeah. continue, but. Uh, but I mean, that's what I, you're right. You're right. It's, it. It is realizing who is good and what is bad. I actually had a really good moment about that last week, but whatever. Um, this friend circle was just becoming so volatile, so negative, um, so charged, and putting me in really uncomfortable situations that I won't like get into in detail because their situation has brought them to where they're at. That is absolutely fine, but I don't think I have a part in that equation. So I stepped out, and I lost a very large group of friends in that moment. And in that time, which put made me really lonely, yeah. really alone. Um, but open up space for new relationships like you. Yeah. Open up relationships um, with people that are so freaking kind to me. And that has been rocking, has been awesome. Um, yeah. And so now what I've gained is those better relationships. Yes. Yeah. I think we get hung up on like certain people and we forget that there's an entire like, 7 billion people out there that like... I don't know if your friend group makes you feel like shit, maybe find a new yeah. friend group. And that's easier said than done. Yeah. I realize. Well, I was going to say, I've learned that lesson though this year too. Yeah. I actually have applied that lesson. I had a friend of mine and we've had a conversation about this person. I'm not going to say their name because who knows if they'll ever listen to this and who knows if they're going to be my friend in the future, yeah. but not being very, I had a, I had a friend I just made about a month ago. Um, I've known for quite a long time and started hanging out with them. Very excited about this friendship. And then I noticed they were doing the same things this other friend group that I just ditched were doing. Very mean, very volatile, very toxic, really rude, and dip and dip, dip, so and dodge them. Dip them. Just <laughs> to play the devil's advocate here, yeah. do you find that like tw- this year is bringing out the worst in people, or do you feel like you like that person, oh, for instance, was always like that? Like uh, on some level, right? Because sometimes right. I give people a pass just for the 2020 pass, yeah. if you will. Like, I think that's probably why. I mean, I just said like, who knows? In the future, they yeah. might be a friend to me. 
it's yeah. just hard you know you'd think someone would be the nicest they are at the beginning of a relationship but you have you realized it. anything like <laughs> shocking about yourself this year like i'm kind of a bitch <laughs> I'm kind of like pointed. I, I don't see you, how it is. I don't see you as bitchy. I see you as finally like speaking your mind. Cause... You know what my therapist said? Not aggressive. Um, assertive. assertive. Yeah, that's what she said. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a 12 year old. No, I mean, people in Seattle are not very assertive. No, passive. They're, They're very passive. passive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's great. Like, it sucks that it took a pandemic to like get you there but i mean for me i will say that the thing that i'm proud of this year is learning how to ask for help yeah um i learned that you don't do that i don't even when i like (laughs) i'm always like oh my god i'm so honest about my mental health like i talk about it all the time but i still like censor myself heavily like on facebook on instagram even in these podcasts like i had a friend listen to a podcast and he was like i noticed when you bring up your eating disorder for instance you kind of change the topic like right away and i'm like what i thought i was pouring i thought i was pouring my guts out so that's kind of been very um interesting for me to learn that maybe i'm not oversharing as much as i think i am and maybe people don't mind and also it's not something to be ashamed of to ask for help and i don't know i think one thing i learned this year is that i don't i shouldn't feel self-conscious about posting that stuff out in the open because a lot of people can relate and so a lot of people that are not posting it out in the open can relate. oh my god well so i know so many friends with similar struggles but that's just the number that have told me i know there's so many more who are suffering in silence yeah. and so um and we'll continue the suffering silence. It's ironic that I'm just now having this revelation because I have a fucking mental health podcast, but like it took 2020 to get me to just stop caring as much. And like, yeah. and I've been seeing amazing results. Like people are so lovely. And it's if I can even supportive. like make one person feel like less alone, it's worth it. That sounds really cheesy. But well, that's why you're doing this, right? Yeah. That's I mean, and to make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. What did I say? Live, laughed, and laughed, and loved. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We got a little um, chuckle. <laughs> I'm checking my notes again. Give me another note. Yeah, Give me yeah, another yeah. question. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what's something you will never take for granted again after this year? Oh my God, social. A cute little bar moment. Oh my God, a bar oh moment. God. What was your move? What, did you have a move? Like, how would you approach someone at a bar before? Oh, I don't have a move. No. Well, I, I, oh my God, my, <laughs> what's my move? My move <laughs> is um, sitting from afar. Um being loud and hoping they come over. I don't... I'm Do a so little interpretive dance. You know, that's actually something I've learned this year. Boys Interpret- told me... Interpretive no, dance? No, not no. <laughs> Although one, one of my um, my words of affirmation cards says I'm a fancy dancer. Oh my God, wait. You should tell, you should tell the listeners oh about God. that. My, Give a shout out to your friends. My friends, Cass and Adele. We love them. Huge fan. They, um... They freaking made me affirmation cards because they know I get down on myself for Christmas. And they've handmade these beautiful... We should read some of them. Ah, I want to! Anyway, but really quick back to the bar because we're going to finish that drama. I have learned this year, boys don't know when I'm flirting. Boys don't know when I'm attracted to them. It's like almost, they're like, they're oblivious. But I'm not as 
transparent as I think I am either. Isn't that interesting? It's a fascinating lesson. So no, I don't got to move at the bar. What does that say no about our uh, personalities? It says we're oblivious of who we are. Or maybe we're <laughs> afraid of like taking up the space and right. attention. Yeah, you know, maybe we're afraid of our voices being heard. That's a really good point. Wow, did I just blow oh, your God, mind? You're so beautiful, fancy okay. dancer. So it's it's a bunch of cards, like playing yeah. cards on a key yeah. ring and they they've painted. been painted hand painted and each yeah. of them has a little affirmation yeah. and it starts with i uh, connor and oh, then that's you, my name um the owner of a smile that can light up a disco <laughs> a town disco town uh, it's so what's cute. a disco town a disco town christina <laughs> do Come we love this a disco town yeah probably <laughs> i don't know more than my mistake that's so i am making a difference by existing yeah uh, bursting with creativity. Or does it say busting? <laughs> the best They're movie also... date ever. <laughs> uh, I'm deserving of respect. Yes. Alright, yeah, these are just... Worthy of the love... Uh, worthy of the love of every animal I meet. Dead. They know how scared of animals I am. <laughs> You're scared of birds. I'm scared of birds. I don't like birds. Oh, like yeah, birds so guys. Connor's probably gonna watch my cats while I'm in treatment. So, yeah. thank you. Um, Maybe I'll do a little podcast. Oh, you can. I mean, I don't... I'll abduct for, like, an episode. I don't think I'm going to be able to record in there, so... I'd be fascinated what they allow you to do. They might. Well, um, I was going to ask one more question. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, things we're not going to take for granted again. Did did I ask you that? What did you say? Mine was social life. Social, yeah, bars. bars Meeting people at bars. I thought yours would be music, going to like concerts and stuff. Totally. Live music um, is something like in the past I would, I've been pretty good about going to shows by myself, like since moving to Seattle. But, you know, there would be times where I would sign RSVP to something and then the night would come and I would feel kind of anxious and just decide not to go. And now I think back on those moments and I just think, oh my God, I took that for granted. Like, what a waste. I mean, same with social situations. I think sometimes, I I think you you struggle with this too. Like, you'll commit to something and then in the moment you feel, you don't feel up to it and so you cancel. Like, I do that fairly often and... Um, I'm not the question proud. that you were saying but, that I learned about myself, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty flaky, but anyway. No. But, okay, there's a difference between being flaky and understanding what you need and not being yeah. ashamed to... I think it's flaky if you make a stupid excuse and it's obvious that it's an excuse. Yeah. Like, I personally have always made excuses, and so I'm trying to be better at just giving my friends credit to, like, understand. Mm-hmm. Yesterday... My friends invited me over for, to their house for Christmas, and um, I had I had seen them the night before on Christmas Eve. It was so lovely, but uh, that morning it was raining really hard, and I didn't feel like getting out of bed, and I just wanted to sit and FaceTime my family, yeah. and I just said that, and they were fine with it, and like, yeah. I don't think... Do you do you feel afraid of like speaking your mind sometimes, oh, even even yeah. to the people to who care about you? Yeah, yeah, to give it to tell you someone you can't be there. Yeah. yeah, like that's the fucked up part is that you're afraid of being honest with the people close to you because you don't want to yeah. disappoint them or like make them think of you differently. And honestly, no one gives me shit ever if I can't be somewhere if I can't do something. Yeah, ever. And if they do, then they don't. They're they, not a friend. Well, that's or... what they. That's what you say, but at the same time, yeah. like you expect everyone to do that to you. So yeah. when you leave space for someone to surprise you, how have you surprised yourself this year? Um. 
Let's see. I feel like some of my these questions are bigger are getting... than I expected. That one surprised me. <laughs> Your feet? Yeah, my feet are bigger than I expected. Wait, let's hold our feet up together Here. in front of the microphone. This is happening. Okay, give us a. Wait, I'm gonna take well, a picture. You so... are a lady. Yours are gonna be smaller. My feet are fucking huge. I'm taking Mine a picture. Mine are huge. Mine are man feet. Actually, I need to get the microphone in there. Yeah, get the microphone. <laughs> My little pumas. <laughs> Look, our oh feet gosh. are almost the same size. Oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> this is awkward now. Uh, I now I it. feel guilty it that was... I called mine big. Are you okay with having bigger feet? How does that feel for you? I have always had big feet. Oh, crap. It's fine. I mean, I didn't think I did. Um, but I'm curious how you got all the way to 2020 without realizing how big your feet I were. I just, I always buy a size too small and I let my feet run them. You know, I let my feet be the boss, not the shoe. That's what I do. I don't know what to make of that. It's kind of, it's kind of inspirational though, isn't it? Like I'm kind of inspiring you. Are I? Ah! I'm just like staring into the microphone with my mouth open. Um, um, do you have any, like anything else you want to add about this year? Like, I kind of do. Yeah. Holidays. We didn't talk about like Christmas and whatever. I I feel like I had no expectations at all for Christmas because of the rest of the the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of relieved it's over, but it was going into it with no expectations. I think it turned out pretty great. Yeah. Well, Well, are you going to talk about your guilt going to see your family? For, for, the, for I mean, what COVID is, I felt I felt it. Well, yeah. I did not see my family this year because they yeah. live in Virginia, and I don't want to get on a plane yeah. or expose my. Like I just, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But um, I did feel, I I didn't really feel guilty about it. I just felt like sad about it because really? I think they they um they really wanted me to come and they offered to pay, which is so lovely of them. But like I'm not, you know. That's a terrible idea right now. It is. No really one should scary. be getting on a plane. You know, I went to go see my mother, and I was so yeah. I felt so much guilt the whole time. Oh. And so, um, I feel like I'm still kind of processing like what's happened over the last few days with like so many people showing up for me and just being amazing people. I'm. I don't know. I feel like I have a really solid chosen family here in Seattle, That's good. and so I did not feel alone on Christmas. Yeah. And I think the longer you're here, the more you will get, right? The more family. You know, it's funny. I've And we've talked about this many, many times. And I think we even said on the last podcast that I was here that Seattle's really hard, really hard to make relationships in. But I've been here about five years and my the people that I've met that are still around are rock in my world. Yeah. Um, you'll make more of them as you go. And especially if you're taking care of yourself, like you're doing some of these plans that you have. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to just deal with this and start fresh because i can't live like this anymore it's just so exhausting and it's not fair to myself you know i mean people that are going to be in your yeah it's not fair to the people that i care about but it's definitely not fair to myself or Mm -hmm. my cats so number one reason yeah for sure i care more about my cats than i do myself (laughs) I'm so excited to watch them. Yes. Uh, uh, I wonder. So I wonder if I'm allowed to have a phone. I hope so. I don't know. I, I, I guess, guess we'll see. We'll see. You should look it up. Um, but yeah, Connor might be taking over the podcast for a little. <laughs> yeah, it seems I will be uh, the new host of this ditty. Just so you guys know, I'll say things like this. Welcome, ladies and gents. 
like very sultry. You like have to go up close. Welcome, ladies and gents. Wait, okay, I'm gonna try one more time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, how was that? Do Are you gonna do it? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no! no. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay, let's do it. Accutane. Oh yes. You are on Accutane. I'm on Accutane. How has it been for your mental health? Well, let's talk. This is a, a subject I did not know we would be We're talking take a about. We're going to quick dive into the vanity portion of, of this a, discussion. A very quick dive into the world Jesus. of um, acne and how it affects yeah. your mental health. Can I tell you? Because it, it does. It makes me the saddest. It oh messes God. me up. Yeah. Uh, Have you always had bad acne? Oh, like... always. Always, always, always. Um, luckily, mine is not in a horrible place right now. It is mostly managed, but Accutane is just to seal the deal. Um, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and even into my early 20s, cystic, intense, gross, red, nasty acne. Oh, right? It's so painful. And it you is know... painful. Yeah. And guys have to shave. Guys have to shave. I, I didn't did have to not... shave later in life, but oh. yeah. Yeah. I, I, it just hit me the other day, like, holy shit, imagine being a guy having yeah. a shave with acne. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, definitely ouch. Like, it, you just hate yourself. Uh, you just, you're, you feel so ugly. Does it affect your yeah. confidence? Oh, absolutely. For when I was much younger, you know what's funny? I actually, I, I met some very attractive people even with acne, so <laughs> when I don't have it. No, I'm just kidding. Because you're beautiful. Um, I just, I... Well, one, I really hate that our society and culture has made vanity what it is, has put it on the pedestal that it's in. But um, I can't believe I have to take this horrifying drug to get rid of it. Because Accutane has a ton of side effects, including depression, psychotic episodes, kidney failure, whatever. And I have to take on a risk of that just to get rid of something on my face. It's really intense stuff. That really does make me so self-conscious. It's worth it. It, It's worth it if it... Like, if you're being safe about it, which you are. I am being safe, yeah. Literally, I was just reading the box before we started recording this, <laughs> and it literally says, women do not get pregnant. No. It has, like, big woman pregnant belly X'd out on it. Like, yeah, it's Yeah, I, no, I, I feel like it was worded even more, like, well, ominously than that. But, whatever um, it is, it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're moving into the new year. You're on Accutane. You have a new, on Accutane. You have a new apartment and yeah, a so job I'll, and... I'll be in here for six months. <sighs> On Accutane. Is, is there anything like self-care tips you learned that you're going to keep make a part of your like daily routine even after COVID? Yeah. It's kind of, I think, thing. Well, actually, maybe not everyone's heard this. It's taking your future in bite sizes, right? Actually, you've never, we've never talked about that. That's the first time I'm hearing that. Well. What do you mean by that? Meaning like when I was looking for this job, I did an application a day, right? Making it manageable so that I could have a future in a position and a job that helps me be stable. Or I do this in dating too. I will talk to, I do very well on the dating apps. So I get a little overwhelmed with it. And I mean, I'll me, post this picture of our feed. Stop and it! And everyone will say, be oh, messaging we get it. you. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> no, Sorry, yeah. I, I couldn't resist. That's why continue. I'm so good on Tinder. No, <laughs> I, um, I get a little overwhelmed with the dating apps because it's so much coming at me at once. And I ghost people like crazy because I can't manage it all at once. So I will swipe or I'll, I'll match with someone a day, talk to them. And if I like it, keep going with that, right? That's another future thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I really want a relationship with someone that's very substantial. So for me, that's bite-sized, right? Yeah. That's doable. My friendships see people every few days. Yeah. So one, it's responsible with COVID. Two, mm-hmm. I'm still fa- I'm still fostering a relationship with people that does not overwhelm me. Yeah, right? all that stuff. I mean, I'm an artist too. So I, I think um, we've talked a lot about people 
isolating and struggling with isolation, but we haven't talked about feeling like people are stressing you out. People like, stress me the crap like out. Like isolation as self care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's does. pretty um, <laughs> controversial to sure. say right now, but yeah. I feel like it's all about balance and yeah. also, yeah. like you said, it's safe. So. Yeah. Exactly. Bite sized future. I love that. Bite sized future. So, yeah. I mean, so I've been talking to you about it. You know, you, you take it one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and know? change is not going to come overnight. And I think a lot of people, if they, you know, they don't see enough progress, they get really disappointed. Yeah. I got really lucky. I love that. This bite sized future. future. That's so yeah. cute. I like that. Maybe that'll yeah. be the title. Right? Bite sized future. I love it. Bite sized future. Um, um, happy. 2021 happy new year yes I'm you guys excited. if you're listening to this you survived i'm assuming <laughs> you made maybe it. you survived well i don't know i just want you to feel valid whatever you're however you're struggling right now um maybe you feel like shit and you don't want to survive another year but i don't know please you, do please do i would really like that we it'll be worth it i swear I'd... it'll be worth it it's gonna be freaking bomb 2021 can we can't go farther down? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we survive to play. Party with Come our on. socks off. Oh, oh, with my big feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, one other thing, I so I wanted to do this with you. I do uh, these awards. Oh yes. <laughs> I am. I give out a hot and spicy pickle award to each of my guests that year. <gasps> Which does that mean I get one? Well. Let's keep listening. Oh, I okay, wanted sorry. to give you one <gasps> while we're recording, but I haven't no. thought of it yet. What do you mean? I, oh, is it titled? It's, have you you've seen The Office? It's like the Dundies. Oh my gosh! Like, like everyone you would gets... say, oh, hottest foot pickle. Yeah. yeah, but okay. Well, I do have one, but it's not that funny. It's more like okay. Serious is great. So <laughs> maybe I'll cry. You, I would give you. Hold on, I need to think about this. And hold on. It's not fancy dancing pickle. Oh, get your fancy dancing pickle away from me. Ew! <laughs> I just really need to make sure it's known that that is not happening. <laughs> My pickle is not out. <laughs> you can also I cut can't. this. Oh my god, no, I'm not gonna cut it. I know! Um, best unofficial co-host. <laughs> oh my god! Let me, let me tell you, I'm gonna get my way in there. I'm gonna make my way into that yeah. co-host spot. Yeah, that, that yeah. it's it's not the spiciest pickle, yeah. but it's the hottest pickle. Yeah, I don't know. that's the oh. But yeah, I you, love that. Out of all the guests <laughs> I've ever had, you are the. Oh, I feel pickle. like we have like we got a nice oh, we have a chemistry. Oh, repertoire. Yeah. yeah, I mean our feet fit perfectly together. Our feet really did fit. <laughs> you guys will together, not believe this was... picture. I'm gonna post the picture. I and... want you to. <laughs> So yeah, you. This this yeah. is my first hot and spicy pickle award of the year, and it goes to you. Um, and you guys can hang on for um, the, rest of, the rest of it in a bit Love it. after we say goodbye. Um, happy New Year's. Happy fucking New Year. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's me again. Thank you for listening to the entertaining interview with Connor. Uh, I hope it lifted your spirits a little bit. Uh, without wasting any more time, I'm going to jump straight into the second annual Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards. Insert clapping here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, settle down. So this is a little tradition that I started last year. I mean, 
you heard the interview with Connor, so you know what they are. But basically, I make up awards for all of the guests that I've had that year, and I give them out on the final episode of the year. So um, one of the things that I kind of wished I had done before this was to reach out to them and kind of ask them how they're doing, maybe have like a where are they now (laughs) to this portion. But it's a little tricky with the nature of this podcast. Um, Obviously, my guests include a lot of people who are actively struggling with their mental health, and it's not always a guarantee that they'll get better after they have their interview with me. And as I went down this list of guests for this episode, I started off having a lot of fun, but then I actually got kind of sad because... I I got to my friend Mara's name, who was on episode 30, in which we talk about addiction. And about a month after that last episode aired, she went radio silent, and um, nobody I know has heard from her since. And and I I know suicidal ideation is something she struggled with, and so I'm I'm worried about her. Um, It's really, really hard coming to terms with the fact that like as much as I want to help all of you guys it's just really hard because these are people that I didn't necessarily even know before interviewing them and all of these people have been extremely vulnerable with me given me personal information and that's it's such a gift so yeah it, it hurts not knowing if they're okay not to bum you guys out that was pretty dark but um I am excited to start giving out this year's Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards. Seriously, guys, you can, you can stop. It's fine. Okay, so I only had 13 guests this year, so it's going to be pretty quick. I will start chronologically from the first episode of 2020, and I'll go from there. So that was number 28. I interviewed my brother, Andrew, and um, he talked about emotional intelligence disappointment after not getting something he wanted he talked about why people shouldn't give advice and not not only is it just a really helpful episode but you can tell we have a lot of fun recording together and we talk a lot about our childhood share some juicy details so you should go back and listen but uh, the award I'm going to give to him is guest I'd vote to be captain of my post-apocalyptic survival troop (laughs) I really set myself up there for stumbling over my words but um since we recorded that, he went on to accomplish his uh, dream of joining the Coast Guard, and he's about to get his first uh, assignment. So all that to say, he's very analytical and smart and has the physical capabilities to lead a group through a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Take that as you will. All right, moving on. Um, Episode 29... I interviewed my friend Annie, and I learned a lot in that episode. Like, I didn't even know that dependent personality disorder was a thing until our interview, and she was really vulnerable to me and told me a lot of the difficult things that she's had to go through because of her illness, and I'm really grateful for that. But I also discovered that she has a lot of pets, like a lot of pets. I forget how many. She told me, like, right off the bat how many pets she had, and I was like, oh, my God. So... I am awarding Annie with most likely to be on a reality TV show about animals. (laughs) Again, take it as you will. I hope no one's like offended by any of these. 
My third hot and spicy pickle award goes to my friend Mara, and I'm giving her the most quoted guest in pickles and vodka history award. Our episode about addiction really resonated with a lot of people, and to this day, her episode is the one that most of you quote back to me. Like um, the term harm reduction in particular. A lot of people discover that term because of that episode. Uh, she talks a lot about harm reduction and is very honest about what she's going through. And I think, like like I said, a lot of people relate to that. So uh, her award is most quoted guest in Pickles and Vodka history. All right. Next award goes out to my friend Anne of episode 31 about how to live alone with mental illness. Um, one thing that you are not able to tell about Anne from just listening to the podcast is that she is extremely stylish. Uh, she dresses like a lot of vintage looks, a lot of old Hollywood glam. So the award I'm giving to her is Guest I Would Most Want to Take Thrifting. Uh, the next Hot and Spicy Pickle Award goes out to Andrew Jackson of episode 32 about getting stuck in life and changing Andrew was the first person that I interviewed that also had a podcast. So interviewing with him was just an editor's dream. Like he had really good talking points and came prepared, obviously. And I was listening to this episode today, actually, um, again, and just really impressed with some of the stuff he was saying about like why we get ourselves stuck in life and how we can get out of it. Anyway, my award for him is Genius on the Rise. Because when I interviewed him, he had just gotten out of college and was working at this like this research center um, studying like addiction and stuff like that. And so I, I just had a feeling that I was in the presence of greatness when we interviewed. So he gets the Genius on the Rise Award. Um, the next award goes to Kara of episode 33, in which we talk about her famous meme account and the way she addresses eating disorders and other serious topics with humor. She is 16 and in school and lives in China. So I, I know it wasn't easy taking time to talk to me, but um, honestly, it's such a good episode. I say that for everyone, but like you can tell she's done a lot of thinking about the struggles we face and it really comes through in our interview. The award that I give to her is most promising future as a TikTok personality. Um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I did not know about TikTok before our interview in March. So it was quite the education on my part. And she's got the social media thing down. I mean, just check out the followers on her meme account. So I don't think I will be surprised if someday I see one of her videos um, on my feed and knowing her, it will probably be funny, but also communicating a really important message about mental health at the same time, because that's just how she rolls. The next Hot and Spicy Pickle Award goes out to my friend Lucy Sarah, who um, I interview in episode 34, and we, we talk about endometriosis and, you know, her mental health struggles there. But I, I first met her when I rode my motorcycle to Pennsylvania from D.C. with a group of women. And Lucy Sarah was the founder of the event that we were going to. She's just 
such a cool person and has gone through so much, but she doesn't let it extinguish her spark. And it's definitely contagious. So Lucy Sarah gets my award for most likely to rock your world. I I don't think I need to explain that one further. If you know her, you'll know. All right. um, The next award goes to Dr. Rachel Zoffness of episode 35, in which she talks all about pain and anxiety contagion. This is another episode that my friends refer to a lot when they talk to me about the podcast um, because Rachel has a PhD and she has devoted her whole life to this thing she's talking about. But she does it in such a way that you feel at ease and you don't feel like you're being talked at by a doctor. Like, I don't know. She makes it accessible. So Rachel gets the award for the next Anthony Fauci. I think that's a good thing. I hope that you do too. All right. The next award goes to my friend Key Richard from episode 36, People Suck But Will Also Save Us. And her award is guest I want to hug the most because I have hugged Key in real life when I met her in 2010 at our Bible school. And I I still to this day think about that hug. Like when I'm having a really hard time, I just like imagine Key hugging me. Hopefully that doesn't sound creepy. But yeah, her episode is really great. We talk about spiritual abuse and new beginnings and like how to educate people on social media. So yeah, go back to hear that and you might get a few details about my embarrassing past. (laughs) The the next award I was going to give to Connor, you guys already know what it was, but basically he got the award for best unofficial co-host because he has showed up for me so much this year. Uh, This is like the third episode he is on with me. And yeah, he's basically my best unofficial co-host. I just don't want to pay him. So keep it a secret. I have two more awards to go, guys. You're doing great. (laughs) The next award goes to my friend who I'll call Dee. She wanted to remain anonymous on her episode. But she talked all about her eating disorder, facial dysmorphia, um, how others' expectations have really hurt her. And This is also someone that um, I met online, but I've spoken with her a few times. We FaceTime each other, and I'm just blown away all the time with the the grace with which she navigates these really tricky topics and how easy it is to talk to her. And so, with that in mind, I am giving her the award for most likely to infiltrate the masses and be America's next mental health spokesperson. she's she's got it all she's gorgeous and she is funny and smart but also is a sufferer and not afraid to be honest about what she's going through so yeah i'll be looking out for you in the spotlight all right guys you've made it to the end my final hot and spicy pickle award goes out to cody anderson uh, the musician i interviewed for episode 38 no zero days you know cody was great to talk to he he's gone through a lot Uh, with addiction and, you know, moving around and having a difficult family past. But throughout it all, he's been able to use music as like a healing tool. So the award I am giving to Cody is most likely to star in a documentary. Just because, you know, you've got the musician thing going, you're dealing with a lot of demons, and I feel like you should think about capitalizing on that. All right. Um, Thank you guys for listening to the second Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards virtual ceremony. The next time I talk to you guys, it will be 2021. I am going into treatment next month and don't know what my schedule will be like, but um, in the meantime, I'm trying to get as many interviews down as I can, so I'll be able to spread them out while I'm in treatment. So 
If you would like to speak out about your own mental health journey, you can email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Slide into those DMs and let's get the ball rolling. I really hope you guys have a good new year. Remember that if you feel like life has beat you down this year and you fucked everything up, we just survived extraordinary once-in-a-lifetime conditions. Whatever you do, don't beat yourself up for not meeting your goals this year or not being where you thought you'd be because guess what? No one is where we wanted to be and all we can do is stay optimistic and keep each other safe. So, happy new year, guys. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.